welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minutes hosts talk about one minute of the greatest Christmas movie of all time, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie Die Hard. I'm Gary of Harry Potter Minute and Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, and I'm with my co-host, Victoria. Say hi, Victoria. Hi. <laughs> I'm here, too. It's, uh... And and let let me introduce. We'll just uh, let's introduce our guest, and then we'll talk about how weird the situation is here. <laughs> this has been this is going to be a fun show. Uh, we have Brian Green, our friend Brian Green, who's been a guest on on both of our shows now. Thanks for being here, Brian. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about Die Hard here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, I was telling Victoria before we even started. I well, we were all talking about it before we started recording. Really, that like I'm not prepared i don't feel like i'm prepared enough to start talking about this movie half an hour into the movie uh-huh. <laughs> i don't want to tread a lot of the same ground that everyone else has already like trodden over i guess <laughs> is that the way i want to say it sure sure it. um if anyone has listened to harry potter minute or ferris bueller minute you've heard us before we've been pretty much running a movie by minute show almost consistently for a year now yeah isn't that amazing? That is pretty amazing, actually. I never stopped to think about it, but uh, yeah. I don't even know when these For episodes sure. air, actually. So we could already be doing season two. Oh yeah, you're you're. you're we'll right. definitely start season two while the show is running. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So we are here to talk about the half. Well, about the half hour mark. We are at minute thirty-one today on this Monday. Minute thirty-one starts with John sneaking into the model room, and it ends with Hans giving a compliment. That's how <laughs> I wrote it. Hans <laughs> giving a compliment. Yeah, isn't he so sweet? Aw. Aw, what a good guy. Best. Aw. Best. <laughs> that, that's what I love about Hans, though. He's so charming, you can't hate him. Yeah, it's... I love Hans so much. Oh, he's so good. There, there are I could, actual I, good again, guys in this Hans. movie that I hate more than Hans. Oh my god, yes. yes For real. Yes. For real. No. Seriously, though. <laughs> I totally We're getting ahead of that. ourselves, though, I think. Uh, yes, just a bit. Just a little bit. What we do have, I mean, the first, what, like 20 seconds of this minute is is John McClane sneaking through this model room, like ducking under the desk and sort of crawling across the floor. And so it's not it's not particularly dialogue heavy in any sort of way. No. I don't think he was planning on, he wasn't, so, so John McClane was not planning on crashing this particular, like he wasn't sneaking up on them deliberately. He wasn't looking for this conversation that was happening. I think he was just sneaking away from the gunfight happening downstairs mm-hmm. and happened upon this, right? Yeah, I think so. So he sort of just overhears what's going on. I like that this early in the movie, he's still, it's not that he's like a fish out of water, but he's definitely just like, I want nothing to do with this. How can we get the police here? <laughs> can you can you blame him? I, I wouldn't want what he's about to cut, what it, the world he's about to go into. No, no, me neither. There's a lot of... There's a lot happening. I'm actually really interested. I guess we'll have to talk about it more uh, in tomorrow's minute when we get a lot. Well, actually, we can talk about it later in this minute. When we get a lot of the dialogue between Hans and, and Takagi, I'm really interested in how much of this... It's a... The plan is so intricate. Oh, I would I would be really interested in, like, seeing Hans Gruber laying down the groundwork for this in, like, like a heist movie style... Let's follow him for a couple we, hours we have before, to, the, before they get to Nakatomi. It has to be on Christmas Eve. Uh, it has to be during the party. 
Uh, Takagi has to be there. Uh, <laughs> everyone's families have to be there. They all have to be celebrating because we want to rain on their parade. <laughs> we need, we'll need hostages that we can keep for a few hours. <laughs> and as we break through the locks one by one, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, but they definitely didn't just like spontaneous, like they, they, it's meticulous. It's amazing. It, yeah, it, it's very, very intricate. And what's funny is there's so much going on with this plan and the movie does a good job of explaining what their plan is and how their plan kind of works out. And yet it spends mm-hmm. no time explaining what negotiable bear Rons are. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just makes me laugh like, oh, yeah, negotiable bear bonds that. Oh, it's money. OK, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, those are valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, six hundred forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, is that a number we get dropped in today's minute? No, no, it was. I think it was last minute. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because now he's just asking for the code, the code to get through the the first lock. Right. I like that. I like that when we see Hans at the beginning here, like he's taking the the silencer off of his pistol. He's definitely like it's an intimidation move, right? He's like, I don't even care if anyone hears me anymore. Like, you're going to tell me what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, Definitely he doesn't care point. anymore. He no, he no, he because is, now he's got the hostages. He is so good in this moment. He just this he he's curling around uh, Takagi like a snake. He's just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to intimidate him. I'm going to get what I need from him, and if I don't, I'm going to shoot him. And doesn't matter you know in the end yeah (laughs) yeah it it makes no difference whether or not this all works out for him takagi tells him it's useless to you there are seven vault safeguards and the code key is only one of them you'll never get it open and he's so like pleasant about (laughs) it like well then there's no reason for you not to tell me yeah that alan rickman he's a he's a charming dude victoria you told me this is his first I know people have already probably talked about this, but this is his first like major film. Role? Oh yeah, he was mm-hmm. not a that's amazing. He was not a household name. No, he was back a, then. He was a graphic designer. Really? Yeah, that's cool. I want to go find some Alan Rickman graphic design stuff. That'd be interesting. I think I have before. I wonder what he worked on. That's fascinating to me. I'd be I'd be curious to see what that was. <laughs> right, I want to go dig. He just did some right, logos. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, like graphic, basic design graphic design type covers. stuff, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Some brochures, you know, that kind of thing. Little, little flyers and pamphlets for some company somewhere. <laughs> menus, I don't know. Okay. Menus? There's, <laughs> there's Alan Rickman design menus out there. There you go. I want to find that restaurant. Uh, I'd go yeah, there. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Just just for that alone. Be like, hey, Alan Rickman made these menus. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just so you know, I'm low-key, I'm gonna steal your menu. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. This <laughs> is mine now. I'm taking this. I, um, I like that not only did Hans bring Takagi up here to intimidate him, but he brought, like, a posse. He brought, like, not half his men, but there's, like, four guys in this room. Mm-hmm. Cause it's him. <laughs> All these uh, intimidating German guys. Well, and then Theo. <laughs> and Theo. All these intimidating <laughs> guys and Theo. And, and this one and nerd just like, I told who's on you. the computer. Yes, basically. It's like, oh yeah, we need we need we need the one, you know, the one nerd. Yeah. Well no, I'm actually can we talk uh, a little bit then about like the relationship between Theo and 
and Hans. Because Hans is like the guy in charge, the upper hand, like right. the mastermind behind the plan. But but Theo kind of sasses him a lot. Because he needs Theo. We, sure. You know. Yeah. So like when, yeah. When, when you need the person, like you put you're, up, you're, you're given a little leeway. I think. Okay. So it's all yeah, like no, I, I essentially like, I need you. So he doesn't feel like a goon like some of the other Russian guys do. Yeah, they, they're set. They, I think these actors were literally cast because they were menacing, and because they were the only ones they could find that uh, spoke any kind of broken German. Mm. Okay. Theo is definitely the, the least expendable of the whole group, I think, here. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Asi- aside- yeah. Once he's gone, there's no there's no breaking into the Right. Boat. It's like, oh, what do we do? Uh, oh, well, there goes our plan. Yeah. There goes our plan. <laughs> he, uh, he's sweating. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course. He's so nervous. Takagi has every reason to be nervous here. He knows he's, that his life his is on the line. His face is so shiny and, and, and mm-hmm. moist. And he just can't, he doesn't, he can't give these, these guys the information that they want. There's no way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he has a good point. If it, if there are seven, yeah, like, if there are seven ways of protecting this and it really won't make a difference, was, was that a bluff? Like, does he really do think that make, does he really think that will make a difference or not? Because why not just give it to him? Mm. I don't know. Do you think Do you think he's telling the truth when he says he doesn't know it? Uh, you know, I guess that's technically in tomorrow's minute. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's bluffing or not. Like, if I mean, he's willing to sacrifice himself for this. Yeah, yeah I mean, a, if he so, does know it, then then he's like the best CEO. He's just such a noble, such it. a noble businessman. Uh, I feel like that's an oxymoron. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, anywhere that I've any, I mean, I guess it's different when it's six hundred and forty million dollars. But anywhere I've ever worked, they're like, if someone's robbing you, just give in to their demands. Yeah, give them, uh-huh. you know, give them the money because that's not that's it's a drop in the bucket, long term, right. Let's be clear, like, there were no noble know, businessmen in the 80s. <laughs> but no. So, no, so, so maybe he really doesn't know. Okay. Right. We'll in, which case, then in which case, he's useless. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, I don't need you. He, he knows he's not needed. Yeah. Well, it's the problem when you're not needed in this kind of situation. <laughs> so Han says, there's no reason not to tell us. And Theo goes, I told you. <laughs> like, he's not going to tell you. <laughs> And then, and then Carl in the background is just like, it's not over yet. I know, big, big menacing guy. I really like the look that Hans gives them. He like glances at them kind of sideways and just like slowly looks back at Takagi like, can you believe these guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, this is what I'm working with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's a very nice suit, Mr. Takagi. And that's the end of the minute. We don't get the resolution to that line. No. I have some... Uh-huh. I have some stuff I want to talk about in tomorrow's minute, though. I'm excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I guess since we're on Monday's minute, I want to talk about, like, how how did each of you guys... Like, do you remember the first time you saw Die Hard? Uh, so, for me... Are you asking me or Brian uh, for <laughs> Either of you. Uh, Either of you. I'll, I'll go, go first, on. I guess. Uh, I did, do not remember the first time I saw Die Hard. I think it was... I was it was just one of those things that my dad would always have on in the background around Christmas time. And, uh, it's so it's kind of just always been this constant with me. And okay. 
I, I there's so many classic movies that I don't remember the first time. And when I hear these minute podcasters talking about like, oh, the first time I t- saw Star Wars, first time I saw Back to the Future. And I'm like, who are you? Like, how, how do you remember <laughs> this? And so, yeah, it's always been a constant for me. Um, and it's it's my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, you know, I, whatever anyone will say about whether it's not whether or not it's a Christmas movie, it is. Uh, I I see it on the big screen every Christmas, every it's December. Very tangentially a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not going to get into this, Gary. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sure this 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 uh, has been hashed out over the last. Yes, few weeks. definitely. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just always been a present for me, a present for me, and that's you know, aside, like. I, I see this movie every December, and it is mm. I, I it is not Christmas until Nakatomi Tower blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. I love it. And Which I've got I've got okay. Oh no! Wait, go ahead, Brian. I oh, I was gonna say I was gonna to say, say I have another story, but I'm not sure if I should save it for later in the week. Is that a is that a fart? Oh, I, is that another day story? I, I, yeah, let's save let's save that story for another day because I think I know okay. where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, it's we'll a good story. <laughs> Victoria, oh my! Do you do you remember first time you saw Die Hard? Uh, maybe not specifically, uh-huh. but I know I was very young. I I think I mentioned this on our other podcast that uh, my mom was actually quite lenient on what I was allowed okay. to watch as long as it didn't have any uh nudity like it could have had anything else in it it could have been violent subject matter sex it drugs did, rock and roll it didn't matter as long as there wasn't any nudity in it she let me watch it for the, okay. most, for, for the most part with the exception of the exorcist so my introduction to bruce willis in, in period was die hard and death becomes her <laughs> Those are very different movies, and I and I was just like, I like this guy. Like, <laughs> like this guy's pretty great. Like, uh, he could do. He's very funny, and he can uh, he can be like a total uh, awesome action star, which which uh, I think he fits him very well, and obviously continued to do so for most of his career. Um, I absolutely love Die Hard. I've seen every Die Hard movie. I oh. I agree in saying that Die Hard is definitely one of my favorite Christmas movies, uh, as well as uh, Gremlins. Gremlins is another one I put in that list of Christmas movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I love I love Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies. Okay, like, they're definitely weren't maybe not. Gremlins feels like much, much more of a Christmas movie than this one. But does. this is the Christmas but movie. But I think too. I think that one feels like a Christmas movie because they're like walking around in snow and there's like. Christmas trees and and Christmas music. You live There's in Southern a Christmas California. Tree. <laughs> uh, you're, I mean, you're right. <laughs> There's a Christmas tree and 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 lights and stuff. Like and those Run DMC, <laughs> of course. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. You can't have Christmas without Run DMC. Okay. Um, no, I, I I was saying this to Brian off mic earlier today that I feel like them playing that Run DMC song and being like, "This is Christmas music," is the same way of being like, "This is a Christmas movie." It's like, <laughs> yes, it's Christmas. It takes place at Christmas, but we're not talking about Christmas. So, like, <laughs> no, and, I'm into and, it. 
I'm into which, it. I'm going to add this to my point? list of Christmas movies from now on. This no, one in Gremlins, yeah. which I have not been watching around Christmas time. In I, I, I do something. I I don't get to see it in the theater, unfortunately, but I mm. do watch Die Hard like pretty much around Christmas time every year, as well as Gremlins and uh, several other like my, Nightmare Before Christmas and all that kind of stuff. My, the, my, it's, it's my Christmas movies that I watch every year. Are Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, which aren't Christmas movies, but they came around. They came out all in like November, December, and Halloween. Harry Potter, I understand. Well, Harry Potter more has like Lord more Christmas Rings. scenes. Yeah. Well, Do, I think don't Lord tell of the AMC came out fa- ABC Family that they're not Christmas movies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no kidding. But it's because it's because I'm a nerd. No, I I feel like I've seen so many like just flipping through channels on TV, like Bruce Willis action movies. That I I just haven't really dove into a lot. I've only seen the first Die Hard. Hmm. 80s action movies are my jam. Like, anything that had Bruce Willis, you know, anything that had uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I saw all of those okay. and I ate them up. I loved them. And I, and I still like them. I don't care. As soon as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger started doing action movies again after he uh, stopped being the governor the of California, governor. I was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm watching them. I'm going to go see him. I don't care how terrible they are because it's. I was just glad he was doing something again. Sure. I wish... Uh, the Die Hard movies kind of held up. I know the later ones aren't as good, but I still go see them because it's okay. still it's still good to see Bruce Willis the, the, being a the fifth awesome one is star. An, an abomination. <laughs> uh, granted, granted, but you know, I still I still saw the damn thing. Oh, I sure did too. Uh, I got st- I got a story about that, but later. And and, and of course, this movie just feeds into my. Uh, what did I call it earlier? My thirst <laughs> for, <laughs> Alan for, for Alan Rickman. <laughs> and I love Hans Gruber so much. He's like one of the best like villains, mm. especially 80 quintessential, like eighties villains. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so smooth. I love that guy so much. I do like, yeah, I don't know. I, action movies just aren't really my thing. I think you're missing out. Yeah, I guess I, there are action movies that I like, but I don't watch a lot. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of every all the other movies by Vanessa will tell you that they just assume that I hadn't watched something, which is which is, which which is, is relatively true. Yeah, which is accurate. So so I had seen Die Hard because my mom loves the movies and has all the DVDs, and it's I think so that's good. something that she used to watch over and over uh. again. But I wasn't like invested in it when it was on. Mm. So when I started watching it in preparation for this, it was kind of like watching it for the first time. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. Well, it would just because, like, there's one thing to, like, passively see a movie when it's on versus, like, watching it in preparation for doing one of these shows. I feel anytime I do a guest spot on a show or anytime that we prepare for a different movie, I, I end up consuming it over and over and, like, kind of really digging into more of the meat of, like, what's happening than just letting it play by and wash over me. Right? I see. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Um... But I, yeah, I didn't bother to go watch the rest of the Die Hard movies for this. Maybe I'll see them before our next week. <laughs> At the end. Near the end. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. We're going to come back near the end. I hope you like our week because it's already in motion. <laughs> I think that was everything I had for this minute. How do you guys feel? I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about the rest of the week, actually. I have uh, I have pages of notes, you guys. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Well, if you like, if you like our show, actually, Brian, how about, do you want to do, do you want to throw your plugs out there? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah. Your Twitter just, uh, or whatever? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter. It's at I Hear Ramona Sing. 
Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Say hi. Go follow Brian on Twitter. It's a blast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Gary Roby. You can find uh, our shows at Harry Potter Min- uh, at HP Minute. Actually, right? That's our Twitter. We haven't done this in a long time. The Harry Potter plugs at HP Minute at Bueller Minute for Ferris Bueller's Minute Off. Both of those are on Facebook under their respective names: Harry Potter Minute and Ferris Bueller's Minute Off. We have Facebook groups for both of those: Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army and the Save Ferris Society. And you can find all of our backlog of stuff at DuelingGenre.com. Uh, you can find this show on Twitter at Die Hard Minute. Uh, you can join the Facebook group Die Hard, uh, Die Hard with a Podcast Listener's Limo. And uh, you can find all the backlog of episodes for this podcast at DieHardMinute.com. Oh, we don't have a sign-off. Is this the first show we've done where we didn't like make up a sign-off before we started? I think so. I don't even understand what you, what, how, what, what you would do as a sign-off for this movie. I know. This is a, this is a clean show, so we can't do the full yippee Kaye line. Oh. <laughs> right, no kidding. I know, <laughs> I know. Because that's the best, right? No, unfortunately. Bye, everybody. I guess come back tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>